listening to Unique Talks with Tay. Guys, we are back and we are better. I know I've been gone for a little while, but life really hit me. And just a long story short, picked up everything at the beginning of COVID, came to take care of my grandmother, who we found out was sick. Um, she had cancer, had a bad situation breakup. Lost my job, found a man, got a new job, lost my grandmother, uncle had a heart attack, he recovered, and now we're here. <laughs> now we're here, pretty much. So, long story short, I've been through a lot of shit in the last two years, but I'm here. Good thing you don't look like what you've been through. I know you guys can't see me, but you guys can hear me, and clearly I am here. So let's get into it, guys. Um, in the process, I was able to meet someone who we're now stuck like glue. We started working together, and we used to talk all the time, have good con conversation. And then that turned into, like, we should do something. And I was like, I already got a podcast, so let's get the fuck into it. So, guys, I want to introduce London, my co-star. Yo, 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 what's up? Uh, my name is London. Um, I am Taylor's co-star for this podcast. And yeah, it's going to be a real um, fun ride, a real emotional ride, whatever you want to call it. Um, this podcast is going to be informative as well as... Um, real. A, a real, like a real, real conversation. So yeah, my name is London. Um, and you will get to know me as the podcast progresses. So, yeah. Let's get into it. Let's get into it. All right, guys. The topic for today is, can we talk for a minute? Can we talk? I think we can. I think we can. All right. Let's get into it. So, under can we talk for a minute, basically, I'm just asking communication and relationship, basically. Like, let's get into it. That's the conversation. So, with that being said, communication and relationships, we are all good communicators until we are not good communicators it's always that one relationship that shows you you ain't shit <laughs> when it comes down to communication okay because i thought i was just queen could say it all and i realized i wasn't yeah communication is a hell of a thing it'll show you some shit okay literally okay so before we talk about that i just want to explain the five different types of communication styles in a relationship there's optical, which means you observe your partner's behaviors and actions. I mean, there's auditory, which is you are good at listening to your partner. Um, then there's emotional, understanding the emotion behind your partner while communicating. There's nonverbal, which means facial expressions, voice, pause, rate of speed, i.e. cross arms. And then there is verbal, um, which means... Like, say what you mean and mean what you say. Make sure you are speaking in a way that someone can receive it, not the way that you think it should be. You always have to take your partner into consideration. So, with that being said, what kind of communicator are you? Um, mm, Looking at it, I'm a little between the auditory slash... Nonverbal. Okay, I can see. That. I, I can see. Uh, yeah, I think I'm between the auditory is nonverbal, and again, like um, 
You're not confrontational though. I'm not confrontational. I hate confrontation. Yeah, like you. But will... I also mean what I say when I say what I mean. So. Okay, so okay, so then that's that's why I'm like stuck because I'm very verbal. Like verbal is probably my number one because I say what the fuck. I can see that. Yeah. I, yeah. I say, I mean what I say, and I say what I mean, and I mean that, and I be telling my boyfriend like. I but say then you're it. optical though. You're optical too because you observe a lot. I do. Yeah. I do, but I I will say how the fuck I feel. <laughs> so. But I also am like, I feel like I'm a little bit of awe. Oh, I'm about to say the same thing. I feel like all of us are a little bit of awe, but we just hone in maybe on one or two of them. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think verbal is definitely like my go-to. Like I've told my boyfriend, like, then we don't have to be together. (laughs) I'm quick to say that shit. I know I'm wrong. (laughs) I know I'm wrong. (laughs) But I'm quick to be like, okay. I don't want to hold you back from what you have going on, and I don't want you to hold me back. So if that means we don't have to be together, then that's okay. But then, like, I'm also good at listening, but after a while, I'm like, damn, like, this is getting really repetitive, so... What we doing? What we doing, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. I mean, and, you know, you guys, whenever you listen to this podcast, let us know what type of communicator you are. Yeah, absolutely. You know? I know I don't listen very well. I've actually been told that in, like, a lot of my relationships. Like, you don't listen. But it's not that I don't listen. I do listen. It's just, do I interpret it in a way that you believe I should? Which could be very nonverbal. No, but that goes to the verbal piece of when it says, make sure you are speaking in a way someone can receive it. it. If you said in a way that you, it it makes sense to you, it may not make sense to It you. may not make sense to me. And did you explain it in a way that you know my personality? But then that goes to, like, have Knowing you taken the time to know your partner? Yeah. Yes. Because if you know me, then you would know that X, Y, and Z isn't going to work for me. You need to explain it, like, A, B, C, so that I can understand it and we can be on the same page. Definitely. Yeah. And I, I think that's just all based on how well you know your partner. How well do you know your partner? In order to have a good communication level. Because each partner has a different communicate like communicative style. Absolutely. So yeah, you guys, like just take a minute and just think about like what kind of communicator is your partner? What kind of what kind of communicator are you? Yeah, I believe that my partner is I know for a fact my partner is optical. He observes everything. Now I know that like he it's not like he purposely does it but he was in the military so he's like trained to just watch for things but like he take note of everything yeah like he don't want yeah. that to know like you only washed my clothes five times <laughs> like he's that childish and he, it's not purposely like he don't bring it up and say you only wash my clothes five times but if i be like okay i don't wash your clothes before he might be like well, yeah, I mean, only you five only times. Like, <laughs> like, how do you know how many times I wash your clothes? Literally, who pays attention to yeah. that shit? Yeah, that's him. That's him. Oh, my partner. Oh, my partner. Mm. Is he verbal? I feel like he's non-verbal and he's verbal. Not, yeah. Because I feel like he will give a facial expression. Quick. He quick will give hell. a hand gesture. He quick will give hell. it all. But then, that, but, but then it goes back to like me and him both being non-verbal. Ver- like verbal and non-verbal because we can give each other that look and be like something right and then we can okay. have that conversation later like but that. then like when it comes to me and him I don't know like it can either really work or it can really go so, left <laughs> you well, know what I'm saying this right now 
we we non-verbal is not a thing in my relationship because i said look i saw that look and he's like what look are you talking about so i'm like you don't know what fucking look you just gave me he's like no so i'm like what the yeah, fuck like, so that don't help shit so then it basically is say what you mean what you say and say what it you has mean to be in our <laughs> yeah so that, non-verbal really don't so work so for us we constantly have conversations all the time even if you know, we know it may hurt each other's feelings or it may be a sensitive subject. We always have conversations. But my thing is you have to because yeah, if that's your partner, who else? No, but you have to think about how many people feel ways about things, but they hold it in. They don't communicate. I can honestly say I have a man who can express himself, and I appreciate that so much. And for the ones that go through that, I say seek help. Because I think in a relationship, you should be able to go to your partner and say whatever it is. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, a lot of people, I mean, don't. A lot of people don't. I've been in a relationship where I couldn't go to them and say, I feel whatever, because it was going to be like, I was so wrong. It, now the whole thing that got flipped on me about how I done did 50 other fucking things wrong. And it's like, how did we even get to this? Because I was coming to you about how I felt about you and something you did to me. And granted, I've been through that as well. But I think, like, me growing and actually learning things about myself, I feel like you should have a partner that you can communicate with and not be so tore up about it. And granted, things do get sensitive. I understand that. I I do understand. Things get sensitive. You do have to try But you should be able to feel comfortable going to your partner and saying... Okay, let's give a scenario. Be realistic. Every conversation is not a comfortable conversation. Granted, yes. So let's say, um, I'm trying to think of like a. You scenario. can you can think of an example. I can think of an example as well. Okay, let me think. Let me think. Let me think, guys. I'm trying to think of like a good example. I'm even trying to think about something that's happened between me and my boyfriend that I can use as an example because it's real life. We had to have a conversation about it. Like I'm gonna say for me, my okay. feet stink. I deal with that. Okay. <laughs> Cool, but Bay, but Bay couldn't be like, oh, Bay, your feet stink today. Like, and it had hurt my feelings before. I was like, damn, like, why would you come to me and say my feet stink? But he was like, if I can't come to you and tell your feet stink, how can I come to you and have a real ass conversation? And okay. you not be so in, in your feelings. feelings about it. And I'm like, okay, that makes sense. And when my feet stink, he's like, Bay, your feet stink. And I just go wash my feet. I'm like, okay, cool. So that's the kind of, that's the kind of like okay. communication I form with my partner because. Although it's a serious thing, we joke about it, and then it becomes, yeah, you know. I'm trying to think. I'm lucky, like looking at my boyfriend, because I'm like, I'm trying to think about something that has happened recently. But y'all so jokey, jokey together. No, though. we are. We joke all the time, so I can't even really think of like a scenario where it's been like. <laughs> I can't even think of anything or not. But y'all still like y'all still in the hum- honeymoon stage. No, we're not. We're past that. We're, we're definitely past that. <laughs> yeah. We're definitely past that. But okay, not to go too serious. I don't want to do go too deep too quickly. You don't have to. So I'm trying to find something that's more like, okay, I got an example. Very embarrassing. Gonna put myself out there, but whatever. Um, he is very like strict on hygiene. Like, he's yeah. super duper duper. So, like, I'm the type, like, I'll get, if I get up in the morning, if I don't have to pee, that's not the first thing I go is to the bathroom. Like, 
He has to wake up immediately, wash his face, brush his teeth, and then get back in the bed. Okay. I okay. don't do that. Once yeah. I'm in the bed, if I'm, I'm saying... in the bed, I'm in the bed. I'm gonna cut the TV on. I'm gonna watch TV. So I'd be like, oh babe, like you know, trying to cuddle with him or something. He'd be like. Nah, I don't want you to get too close. <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay. But me and him had to have a conversation about it because he felt very strongly about getting up and, and getting ready and, Wait, and, this... and starting your day or, you know, your process. And he'd be like, it's been like two hours and you've been up and you've been in bed and you still haven't gone and washed yeah, your face. Your I, can, your I can see that. Yeah. But to me, it's like, it's not a big, it's big, not big, a big deal. deal. Who, who else am I seeing? <laughs> who else is in here besides me? Because <laughs> before I met you, I would be in this bed by myself. Right. Watching this damn the TV, TV with, with nobody to talk to. <laughs> you yeah. added to, to my my circle, <laughs> and now you're here. But we did have to have a conversation about it because he had expectations behind what he felt like hygiene should look like. And I, I had to explain to him. What it looked like for you. What it looked like for me. Yeah. I am going to get up and wash my face. But just not right now. But not when I want to watch TV and I don't have the pee, and I haven't eaten anything, maybe I just want to lay in bed. Just because I'm up don't mean I'm up. Yeah. So we had to have that conversation. So that's just something like we had to. And But it's a, communica- it's a communication style. Yeah, but then that goes to my next question. When is it a good time to talk after something has happened between you and your partner? Like, should you wait the same day, next day? Like, how do you go about having those conversations? Well, me personally, I'll have to have it the same day. Because I'm not going to the next day talking about something that happened yesterday. That That's me. Okay. Because I feel like if it's bothering you in that moment, say something. Or or else I won't know. Okay. We're not going to go into next week talking about something that happened last week. I won't I won't remember. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's not, yeah, it's not that important. If you couldn't come to me in that time to have that conversation with me, then what are we talking about? Yeah. No, I know for me... I can have the conversation right then and there. For him, though, I had to, and I hate to say I'm, you I'm have like to that teach. too. I had to. I hate to say you have to teach someone. I had to be taught that though. No, I, so I can't definitely yes. understand where you're coming from when it comes to, to that. I had to teach him. Stop saying you're okay when I ask you, are you not? And then, th- fucking six hours later, you like, well, babe, yeah, earlier I was upset about when I knew that's what he was upset but about. But that's that's a nonverbal. It's some of us. So we were like, okay, we're trying to figure out how to process it, how we're going to come at it, how we're going to say it. But then you probably like, no, I just need to know right then and there because I noticed something was wrong with you five hours ago when you could have told me this five hours yeah, ago. Yeah, and we could have talked through it, though, me being a verbal. <laughs> we could have talked through it. So I had to teach him that, like, even if you're not ready to talk about it immediately, at least let me know so that I'm not feeling crazy saying, what's wrong with you? And you're like, I'm good. And I know you're not good because I see your nonverbal, you know, movements or facial expressions or attitude. And I'm like, I'm feeling crazy thinking something wrong with you. You keep telling me it's not when something really is. And now six hours later. The what was wrong with you was just coming to the surface. Literally. And then at that point, that was another conversation we had to have. But he also, in the same token, he also taught me that everything does not have to be handled in in that same moment. Give people time to process how they feel because he he came to me and he was like, you always want me to tell you what's wrong right then and there. He was like, maybe I needed to process within myself that I was just being childish or I was just being insecure or it wasn't even that big of a deal and I was just being in my feelings for the moment because for whatever reason. And then I had to understand that like, oh, okay. I can get that too. I get that too, but it took Cause time. Because I do that as well, so... It took time. 
So we taught each other because we were on different spectrum of... So basically, are you saying, is it really good to have that conversation the same day or the next day? Or... Because I would be it's mad. I would be mad if my partner came to me the week that it, something happened. And then they come to me the next week and say, well, you remember what happened last week? I, that's going to piss well, me that, off. That makes you feel like they were harboring those feelings. That mean you, that mean you, for a week, you felt them feelings about me. And while you was playing house with me. You felt them feelings, <laughs> and I don't like that type of stuff. Don't yeah, like that. That's gonna piss me off because I feel like then that go back again. That goes back again to what I was saying that I rather you just get it over with than. But I will say, the most time I would say is the next day. That's the most I'll give it. No, because I don't like I don't like land. No, no, no. I was about to say. Because you can feel that energy. That no, energy transfer. No, I agree. But sometimes some things have to be left alone. And it's not that you're going to bed angry with each other. Because let's be clear. He that can happen. Allow us, he doesn't allow us to go to bed angry. Same same here. He doesn't same allow here. us. We, yeah. we do have some type of conversation. But we may have a follow-up conversation the next day. Okay, so that's what that's so, called. So, Got it. Yeah. Cool. So for, for me and my relationship, if we do feel some type of way about something that same day maybe we only have like a quick okay that's this is what i'm feeling some type of way just give me a little bit of space then we know what the issue is you are asking me for space i can say okay we both can think about it and then we can have a conversation the next day but what what i don't like is if you don't tell me what's wrong you harbor those feelings all night and then the next day you tell me that's where i think it's yeah, wrong yeah so i think definitely. if you let allow your partner to know this is what I'm feeling. Give me some time. We'll talk about it tomorrow. Then I don't see anything wrong with that. And I think honestly, those work best. We don't go to bed angry, but we do know that like there a conversation is going to be had. Yes, needs basically. To be had. Yeah, may not be right now, but, but it, it, will. it it will be had. Absolutely. So okay. So to piggyback off of that, do you listen to respond or do you listen to understand? <sighs> honestly. It depends on how petty I feel like being that day. I'm gonna be. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not here to lie to you guys and act like I'm perfect, Miss Patty, because I'm not. <laughs> I can be very childish. I can be very petty, and he knows that about me. So, depending on what the situation is, determines whether I listen to respond or listen to understand. Like one time we got into it about. We didn't even really get into it because we're always joking. We're like never really serious, but we are kind of serious. But like, he asked, I asked him to put my clothes in a washing machine or something like that. And he was like, I don't know how the situation happened, but in essence, basically him saying like, well, you only put my clothes in there like twice. And he like had the count of like how many times. I'm just saying twice, mm -hmm. but he had the count and he was like. So why do you feel so like I ha like I should do it? I don't know it. I don't even remember how the situation. He look y'all. He's looking at me like <laughs> that's not how the situation. Refresh my memory, then. How the situation happened? I know why I said that. I I think I said that um. What I had said. You had the count of how many times <laughs> I did wash your clothes. That's what I do know. Yeah, but it. I want to. I want to. 
I know I had to count how many times you watched them, but I know I ain't see uh, that I had to. I know I wasn't complaining about washing your clothes. Yes, you were. No, I wasn't. Yes. No, I wasn't. That I think I was complaining because you already had some in there. That's what it was. Guys, the 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 point is is that that situation I didn't want to hear his point because I felt like once I heard that he see had basically count, you just didn't want to listen to understand no I didn't I didn't because once I heard him say that he had a count of how many times I had did some <laughs> shit that that had threw me the fuck off and at that point I was on guard that's what I said I said you only did it so many times I can't I can still count it on my finger oh. <laughs> yeah and I was childish yeah was yeah childish. so now because you became you came childish with me. Now I'm not listening to, to understand. I'm listening to, to respond because I'm yeah. coming back with fire because you gave me fire in my opinion. But I think like the deep things that you listen to understand is if like, you know, something that you are doing constantly is bothering your partner and they keep bringing it up. They keep bringing it up. You know, that's something that they bring it up. Like, I feel like that'll be the time that you listen to understand because like, that could be something that could potentially break y'all up, or yes. that could be that could be something that could potentially happens no, in your mean, relationship. But I feel like me and my partner, the way we have our relationship set up, I'm, we basically listen to respond because bitch, I'm gonna give you tit for tat because you're trying to be petty. <laughs> you're trying to be petty, and I'm gonna be petty back with your ass. And yeah, we're gonna go back and forth. But it's it's not like something that because I don't like arguing. I'm gonna let you know that now. We're not yeah. finna be arguing, but I'm gonna give you, yeah, I'm gonna give you the same energy you give me. So, my boyfriend hates how my car looks. He hates that it's always dirty. He hates that it be food in it. But that's my that's, car. That's, that's my, my shit. Yes. <laughs> you don't have to be in it. And when you do be in it, my <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so I'm listening. So I'm listening to respond to you. I'm not listening to understand because I don't have to understand shit about my car. That's my car. <laughs> yeah. So you okay. guys, let us know in the comments too. Do you listen to respond or do you listen to understand your partner? I will honestly say most of the time, I think typically for most people, you listen to, to respond. respond. You don't ever really listen to understand unless it's something truly serious. Yeah, like you said, that could end in you guys breaking up like we had a serious conversation one time normally anybody who knows us knows we joke all, all day long literally all day like we're long. children for real for real <laughs> like i love it though but one time like he told me he kept bringing up he was like you keep being on your phone around me and like you're not giving me the time the attention that i would like and to me, I was like, okay, so what? I'm scrolling through social media. You're talking, I'm talking back. But for him, it was like, you think you're talking back to me, but you're giving me, yeah, scroll for two more minutes. But then um, last week, and he's like, no, like, when I have your attention, I want your undivided attention. And for me, I was like, so what? It's not a big deal. So in that situation, the first couple times it got brought up, I was just listening to respond but when I saw how serious he was and how it was actually affecting him and how he was really like probably about to be done with my ass I was like oh shit okay I gotta listen to understand I gotta listen so then we had to make an agreement like when we go out to dinner phones gotta be put away like he like I'm very close to my family so he like tell your family don't call (laughs) tell your besties (laughs) you're busy yeah and that's our time. So we had to figure out what, what that looks for like us because he also knows that like I also had to explain to him that 
social media and when I do things like scroll on social media or watch TV, that's my downtime because I talk to people all day long. I said the same thing to my boyfriend. I'm like, when I'm home, that's like my peace because we're around so many people all the time. We have so many different energies that come into our... We have so many different energies that come. So I feel like he think I just be chilling. I be on the phone all day. No, I don't do none of that. No. Like, and if I'm on the phone, it's like a quick little one, two, and then you off. And then on your break, you ain't even looking at your phone. Half the time, I'm not looking at my phone. I'm so I feel TV like. I'm trying to calm my nerves. So I'm, I'm like, you know, I get that you haven't saw me all day, but can I just at least get an hour? Let me get an hour and 30 minutes. And then I, yes. you got all the time that I need. You have to. <laughs> you have to communicate with your partner about what your needs are because. Um, when I say that was a big thing for us, he want to talk to me directly when I get off of work. And I'm, I'm coming home. I'm taking off my clothes because he's a truck driver, so he drives. So he's not home during the week. And he's like, you don't want to talk to me? You don't want to talk to me? I'm like, no. I just need fucking 20 minutes <laughs> to an hour to just debrief. Like, I just need to, like, I just need to let everything go from work. I need to, like, get in my right mind. I need to eat. Like, I, need, I got a dog. That's my little baby. I Like, let me just... So, after you get off of work, work ain't done until you actually... Yeah, yeah. I need to watch TV. I need to do something that's going to take my mind off of everything else that's going on. And then, when I want to lay my head down at night, let you be the last person I talk to. Let you be the last voice I hear. Like, let our pillow talk be our pillow talk. But I'm not trying to do pillow talk when I first get off of work. Let me get my life together before we hit pillow talk. <laughs> But it took him a while to understand that. Understand that. But I think he understands now. And not to put our business out there, but uh, he saw the results of that of giving me my time. Okay. Let me miss you. Let me miss you, cause you're gonna see the benefits. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so guys, with that being said, I just want to like read off some things um and this is for if you can relate to these things then you're toxic as fuck <laughs> <laughs> it sounds so bad but it does sound it, bad but it's the truth it's the truth it, yeah. it's the truth you're toxic and and if you can relate to it then work on it and it's not a bad thing we've all been here but you should work on it so if you expect your partner to tend to all your emotional needs, you're toxic. There's no way that's going to happen. No. No. Absolutely not. If you're expecting conflict to never occur... <laughs> that definitely is never going to happen. No, you live in la-la land. You're not even toxic. <laughs> if you're expecting your partner to never trigger you, that's a la-la land as yeah. well. Because they're going to always... It's always going to be something. Something that triggers you. Always. And if you're expecting your partner to never feel jealous, insecure, or fearful, then you're absolutely... Out of your mind. Out of your mind. <laughs> now, okay, now, now, to put myself out there, because if you were... If you did relate to any of these, don't, don't feel bad, because the last one, expecting your partner to never feel jealous, insecure, or fearful... That's a big one. I had to t learn that, like, when he feels those things, stop getting upset with him. 
Because I used to get upset. Like, what the? I'm not even blah, blah, blah. Listening. To un- to understand. Because I wasn't. I was, li- I was listening to respond. But I've been, I've been there before, though. I've been there before. It, it just, it's all, it's like, you have to literally go deep into why are they feeling jealous? Why are they yeah. feeling insecure? Why are they feeling fearful? Why, why are you feeling these things? If I haven't projected that onto you, so let's get to the deeper issue. Yeah, because nine times out of ten is something within them. It has nothing to do with you. you. So why am I getting upset with something that's going on within you? If anything, let's talk through it. Let's be, let's get verbal. Let's figure out, let's figure let's out what figure it looks out like. What's going on between you? But I had to figure that out. And for a minute, I used to get upset with him. And then I realized it wasn't fair to him because, one, he's expressing himself. So, sis, shut the fuck up. And this maturity for your ass. Yes, (laughs) shut up. You got a man, okay? Let's keep him. Let's figure out how to to maintain this relationship. You got to let go of your own toxic ways. Because I had toxic ways about myself that he showed me. And I can't say that if I wasn't in this relationship, I wouldn't have known these things about myself now. Because he has a certain level of maturity that has shown me within myself, like, sis, because then, and this is for the women, when you get angry with, you know, your significant other, it's almost like you telling them not to say anything. And as men, they already don't feel comfortable expressing themselves. Emotionally, anyway. Emotionally. So I had to realize that, like, I don't ever want to get him to a place where he doesn't want to express himself emotionally. Because once that stops, that's it. That's it. It's no relationship. No. They're going to find that somewhere else. And that can't happen. Yeah. So with that being said, I did relate to that one specifically. Um, so let's get into the healthy sides of um, communication. So having multiple sources for emotional nourishment, i.e. friends, therapy, hobbies, um, that's a really good sign of like having a healthy communication in your relationship. Allowing conflict to bring depth and closeness, definitely. Oh my gosh, that one I love. I love definitely. when we go through something and then we come out. First of all, the sex is amazing. Uh, always. It's always, always top <laughs> tier. I don't know what about being know. mad with your partner and having a discussion about it and actually coming to an agreement. Uh, agreement? That sex be hitting. It be hitting. It brings a different it brings a different experience to your relationship. I think emotionally, um it's a turn on emotionally. And I think when you have someone mentally and emotionally Everything else comes naturally, naturally. Yeah. which is why I think yeah. it's so amazing. And I think a lot of people don't take that into consideration. That like once you have them mentally and emotionally, like everything else it's, for a woman, it 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 flows. Yeah, like water. Yeah, okay? literally. So allowing triggers to be opportunity for growth, mm-hmm. um, making space for your partner's difficult feelings just as much as your own. Yes. So those are really like good signs for having a really healthy communication in your relationship. And um we just want you to guys to just constantly work on if you if you are in a relationship, even if you are not in a relationship, those are good things to even work on within yourself. Absolutely. Because those are really good is it's a really good uh technique of learning about yourself as well as your partner. And the only way you can be the best you in a relationship is if you actually know yourself. And I will say like, I actually took the time to be where I am now. I actually took the time for myself to understand who I was as a person, to understand my wants and my needs, 
but that was a solo journey. It was very lonely. Um, that was a time that I actually it got isolated rough. myself. It got rough. It did, but it was necessary, and I'm so happy I did it because now I know who I am. Mm-hmm. And don't get me wrong, we can always steer away and we can always feel like, oh, I'm not feeling like myself. But I know who I am. I know what I stand for. I'm a God-fearing woman who a you, little bit of ratchet. You can get wrapped into someone else. Absolutely. That you can tend to lose yourself. Oh, absolutely. So it's nothing like having the power of knowing yourself. Absolutely. You 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 said it literally best. I you you have to know who you are. But not only that, speak it into existence who you want to be if you aren't that person. Cause let's be clear, I, I know for a fact I'm a God fearing woman who can get ratchet. Mm-hmm. But I also know that What else is? <laughs> okay. <laughs> but I also know that like I want to be a wife. I'm not a wife yet. I want to be a homeowner. I'm not that yet. Like, you got to be able to speak that into existence. Into existence, okay? The power of the tongue. It's mighty. Manifestation is a real thing. It is. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, to get back on track, though, guys, um, I appreciate you guys sitting and talking with us. Um, this is just the first of many. Stay tuned. But before I leave, I wanted to leave this with this quote. Um, we'll end with this quote. Um, this is just something that I thought was like, oh my gosh, like I love it. Like, I don't know, it just felt right. And I just wanted to, you know, end with it. But this is for anybody who isn't necessarily in a relationship or someone who is in a relationship and you may be blinded or for someone who is single for getting or dating during your preparation stage for being with someone. So the quote says, if you want to find healthy relationships, think at, think about yourself as being emotionally health conscious. In the same way you take time to read ingredients on a package for tempting food to see if there's a long-term danger to your physical health, you should take time to discover what's yummy, what's inside of the yummy. Guys, I cannot read today. That's deep. So basically, in other words, it's saying the same way that you take time to look at what's good or what's not good, how many carbs something has in it, you should do the same before you get intimate or get Getting in a relationship with someone. So the same way that ingredients tell you what is or isn't in something it's the a person same way. can tell you that as well. Absolutely. You just have to open your eyes and see and pay attention. What do so, you say about them red flags? Red flags, red flags, red flags. You should know that you before you... You should see them. And don't get me wrong. Everybody has some type of red flag. And it looks different. And it looks different for everyone. But you have to know what you are and aren't willing to deal with. You have to be able to communicate those things. And... Know who you are. That's a part of knowing who you are, being able to communicate those things. And this doesn't have to be, this This podcast doesn't just have to be about a relationship. It can be about friendships. You can, you know, apply this to friendships. You can apply this to having conversations like that with people at work. Like, there's always a way in how you can handle something depending on the circumstances. So, guys, I appreciate you guys coming and talking with us. Um, 
give feedback. Um, talk with us. Send us messages, whatever the case may be. Let's get into it. Follow Unique Talks with Tay on Instagram. You'll see everything you need to see. I have London up. You'll be able to follow him. Follow my personal page, whatever the case may be, guys. This is Unique Talks with Tay. <laughs>